Welcome to the Real Shit Show. These are the players of this Real Shit Show, Ian and Billy. On this shit show, we will boldly go to random places where everybody's probably gone before. And we're going to try to seek out maybe the same information or maybe something different. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and chime in if you would like. And maybe you'll learn a thing or two or you probably will teach us something. But whatever. Who cares? Welcome to The Real Shit Show. Thanks for tuning in. And have a good time. ready yep welcome to the real shit show on this shit show we boldly go to random places to where everyone's probably been before sit back relax while we beat a dead horse maybe you'll learn a thing or two but if not who cares grab a drink drink. (laughs) and thanks for tuning in (laughs) yeah okay okay all right longer pause Shorter, like shorter. I probably went too fast, and you probably waited too long. Okay. So, uh, just you know what? Just, just keep going with it. Okay. And you'll come in. Yeah, I think I found that that way. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. What's up, asshole? Hey, hey. Not much at all. Yeah. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> what? Are you losing me? I figured you were ignoring me because I called you an asshole. Why would I? Why would that bother me? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's true. So I guess you probably own it a little bit. I don't think that's true at all. No. I I think I'm the nicest guy of our group. Mm. Would you not agree with that? That. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. <laughs> it's definitely not me. I know that. Well, I tend to piss everyone me, off at some point. Um, I think we all do. I kind of I enjoy think it. We all do. So. It, it's sometimes it's funny. I think I can argue that I can be the biggest asshole. I don't know. I think I can. I don't know. I think Butler and I would be right there with you. I, I believe that. I do believe that. But mm, you have never seen any reason for me to be sure. a large asshole. You know what's bad? I wonder. Uh, so I don't, I don't get like that at all. Like not even fucking close with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. more strict and stern, and they're disciplined and all that fun stuff. But um, my youngest <clears throat> is like me. She's like super nice. She's friendly. She'll talk to whoever you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like a light switch. Like you just cross that mm-hmm. one line that's a little bit too far, and she's like, "Fuck you," and "Fuck everybody that follows after you." I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin your entire lineage. Like she's just gonna ruin the world. I understand. We were were at soccer last night, and she was like, you know, playing with and hugging and being super sweet with her her coach. And and the girl goes, "Yeah, you know, your daughter's so sweet." Blah blah blah. I'll come babysit her anytime. And I was like, "She's a sour patch kid. You haven't seen the other side." (laughs) I was like, "She is not so nice when she doesn't want to be." That's very true. So I wonder if there's like some genetics part you know 
uh, of your personality, I guess, that gets passed down, like that part. Because yeah. one of my kids has it, one of them doesn't. <clears throat> I think it's intrinsic. You think so? For sure. But isn't there a, is it Jim, Jim Gaffigan a skit on this? I don't know. Uh, there's I, some I, comedian, uh, I think I got the wrong one, where they, they talk about, you know, that poor son is just playing with trucks and living life and doesn't know it because his counterpart wife is, you know, in the mirror practicing her faces and, you know, how bad can they be, you know, and trying to manipulate certain faces and, and those two are eventually going to meet one day. And then all he wants to do is go back to playing tr with his trucks as an adult, but then he has this, I can't remember. I thought, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard maybe it's not Jim McGaff again. There's a comedian that talked about this. It's pretty damn funny. So it sounds like you're raising one of those where she's all nice and sweet, but you know, she's in the mirror playing with some certain little faces and, Right. Yeah, she's going to so really want to get into jujitsu for yeah <laughs> for some discipline <laughs> and learn some self control because I like we talked about it before soccer season season even we're like we're gonna have to watch her because if somebody pushes her down she's gonna get up swinging like she's just gonna wreck some little boy. <laughs> <clears throat> also, it's co-ed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at three years old, I mean. Oh, three. Oh, yeah. yeah they're just picking roses and falling the ball with their head down. Yeah, if they stay on the field long enough, you know, to make the ball move halfway down mm -hmm. the field, that's a, that's an accomplishment. Right. Is it three on three or um, four on four? I think it's fours. Yeah. Four. Okay. Three, three or four. I do yeah. remember those days. Yeah. Those are yeah, funny. And the, and the soccer field is all of, you know, maybe 40 feet long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, man. So what else do you got going on? You sent me something the other day about going hog hunting we live in texas i did short of short of hogs here that's what they tell me i've never seen one besides some never mind i won't make that joke uh, but there there is a ranch it's not quite halfway between you and i but i think it's an yeah. hour and a half maybe two hours two and a half hours for you uh thought it'd be a kind of a cool place to kind of you know grab one and have some meat for the next couple months yeah and i'm down i think uh, independence farm in independence ranch blah okay. i can't talk i think it's, that's what it was you could pay by the day uh but I, I figured we would just go three like a three hour deal yeah because there's no shortage of them and i don't think it's it's not like your traditional packing in the woods and it's you know it's yeah. kind of your luxury one where they, they they're to pick it for you and do everything and and whatnot yeah so and they probably they probably run you out there on a razor at night and correct yeah mm -hmm. so I, I didn't think we need a whole day no. I, don't, I don't either so it puts meat in my freezer and it makes absolutely no difference you know to the rancher it's not like one pig is going to help them out a whole lot but i'll, I'll take the meat yeah for sure because i haven't had pork in a long time and uh, i refuse to eat it from the store so yeah I, I can use some bacon. It's been, I think it's been quite a while. Oh no, I'm, that's a lie. I'm lying right now. I did buy it. I was a bad person. I did buy bacon at the store because like, like once in the, I think the last year and a half, I did. Right. I was going to say, I think as long as I've known you, you've probably mm -hmm. had it once or twice. Yeah. So well, I don't want to be a liar here. That's nothing. I, I mean, I eat pork like at least twice a week normally. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not big on pork, but I mean, you can 
Every likes bacon. You, you're lying. Even if you love animals, you can't say you don't like bacon. It's not possible. Agreed. It's the greatest. So, but I, you know, but we don't need to go on that rant because you know how I stand on that shit. Yep. So, yeah, I but I, I think it would be cool and turkey bacon. Yep. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's imitation. Yeah, I'm having that once a week now because I'm trying to still save some calories and cut some more weight. But oh well. Okay. I'll have real bacon again here pretty soon, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So if we could do that, uh, hopefully in a couple months, and we can have a podcast about how that went. Um, we hopefully really I don't break down and cry, and you'll have a videos of me crying because I killed an animal. Because I have, you know, like soft. See, I'm I'm a nice guy. I'm a soft. Maybe maybe we will take that video, and that'll be our first episode of YouTube. <laughs> Just don't tell my parents. Right. mom dad don't listen to this right <laughs> they would not be happy right so what else so, do you want to talk about i know we're not uh, we're not going to do a whole show on honey we are not um i am not qualified to do something like that nor do i i would like to get all my meat from something that i kill but i have no interest in being some type of expert about it um i never will enjoy it and i'm not going to post a bunch of pictures on social media and that's not me talking about that I don't think other people should be doing that. That's just not me. Yeah. So, but I did Imagine. have one thing no, go ahead. to say. No, you're fine. Is actually two things. I'm going to try to dedicate the show to not interrupting. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to try did? not to. Well, no. If we want to do an interrupting uh, ratio, it's, it's like five to one to me. So I don't even notice it most of the time. Uh, I, I do. I, I'm critical myself. But I got new washer and dryers. Why the fuck do they have to have a song after the load is done? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I've wondered that too. The little jingle they all do. Yes. Why can't it just fucking beep or buzz or something? Give me and... something that doesn't last an hour. Yep. Okay. Mine, so, mine's the same way. Yeah, it drives, me, it drives me nuts. Like, shut up. And, and it won't turn off. So we had one that that laundry last night. I think it finished like at eleven o'clock midnight, and I'm in bed, and it goes off. Okay, goes off again. I got you know I got the warning. Seriously, I so it just I, doesn't it, stop. It just keeps you going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or turn it off. It'll stop and it'll restart. No shit. So it makes me not want to buy a new washer and dryer ever again. One we have, but they're brand new. Uh, I think they're Samsung. I'm, I'm not totally sure, but it's one of those things. If I was a multimillionaire, and I'm not lying when I say this, I would take my shotgun and I would just blow the shit out of it just to make me feel better. That's the kind of person fun. I am. Mm-hmm. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I got a new set like two years ago, and the little song thing they play at the end is fucking annoying, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. work. So I don't have to worry about it. Okay. There's probably a setting on there. Or I can fix that. I hope not. I hope you have to deal with that. <laughs> See, okay, you are the bigger asshole. Yeah, there's always going to be some kind of consequence to your decision. That's what you get for buying that set. <laughs> I didn't buy it, Lorraine did. I benefit from it. Mm, yeah, I just get I, one to work. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd call that a benefit. It, it just plays music all fucking night. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's the first time it's happened. Oh, uh, okay. At night, so 
and I think before the podcast, I was doing some audio work and then it went off in the middle of my audio work. And now I've got this background thing going. So I had to turn it off and wait for the goddamn thing to shut up. So this is why I'm ranting about it to you right now. Feels like the birds that we had in the last episode. Yeah, the bird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I never, even, all of our I never heard the birds until I went back wow. and listened to the show later. Because I, I didn't hear them when we were recording. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm inside today. Gotcha. No I'm birds. inside because it's hot as fuck. It is hot. That that is also it. And I'm not running a fan. I hate the sounds of fans. So and plus it'd just be so loud, then we'd be hearing a fan instead of birds. Yeah. Um, let's see. Why don't we set up the show? All right. Yeah, let's start the show. I want you to explain this fucking sneezing thing. Okay, so I know you thought that I was making that shit up. Clearly, I was not making this shit up because, well, based off of uh, off the subject, uh, scientificamerican.com, and that's just the first one that populated. There's, there's many others, so it's not a single source. But it, it even goes back as far as Aristotle. He wrote a book about this. And his book was the, uh, the book of... Um, why does heat provoke sneezing basically right mm-hmm. so in, in, in like a short sum he, he thought it was the, the heat the heat causes sneeze well fast forward 2000 years later and the uh, good old scientific method uh an englishman by the name of francis bacon hey we were talking about bacon earlier there we so go. it all comes together uh he to decided be. Yeah, he closed his eyeballs, right? Close your eyes. So then he he popped, he postulated that it is the the sun or something bright causing your eyes to water, right? Well, more modern day science, the the tear ducts would take too long for that to actually happen. So in in its the sneezing is usually brought out by the nose, but there's some cross wires that, uh, near the, uh, the photic. It's called the, what, a photic, um, photic nerve, right? So this, this nerve is close to the optic nerve. So when you look at something bright, it kind of, t- you know, feel the tingle in your nose. That tingle is close to the optic nerve and senses the light. And that light causes you to sneeze. Hmm. And there's a really, really brief, not super scientific, but it's out there. I wasn't making it up, but I think it might be like genetic, like uh, those that don't like uh, cilantro, right? Yeah, they're wrong. It's like, so, well, they're, they're completely wrong. Um, it's just like Texans choosing Whataburger over In-N-Out. Agreed. Stupid. Yep. So, so, uh, so, but other than that, man, Texas is great. So before anybody gets mad. Love Texas, absolutely love it. But Whataburger is Trash. not even top five. It's terrible. Nope. All right, so I'm glad we can agree upon that, and I'm glad I can learn you a little bit of something. So next time you're out there, you got it. So, but the key is you have to be close to a sneeze. If you don't need a sneeze, it's not going to do anything. But it's like having a word on the tip of your tongue. You have a sneeze that's on the tip of your nose. 
boom, look up. It's got to be bright, and you'll sneeze. You have to be looking up, too. That matters. You can't be looking I would, straight. I will try. Next time, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. But I still think you just made all of that up. <laughs> it's not like me to make some shit up like that. Why would mm -hmm. I make this up? Why, why would I? Because then I can tell you you were wrong. You can tell me I'm wrong now. It That's won't true. change anything. So, because it's true. Hmm. I did tell you to ask Lorraine. I don't think you ever texted her. Mm, no, no, I don't. I don't think I did. No, that's really nice. But that would entail that I value anything you guys say. So you're on a podcast with me on on a regular basis. Agreed. I'm on so, the podcast. It doesn't mean I give a shit about what you say. Yeah. Uh, would you give up two hours every other week if you didn't give <laughs> a shit? <laughs> yeah. Come I on, come on, keep right digging. Now, so. You could be painting. So yeah, this painting. is slightly above painting. Not by much. Painting sucks. And I hate painting. Painting sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right, we're going to well, do, do another fitness topic. Um, you got not, it. Not that this podcast was intended to be purely a fitness podcast, but, uh, it, you know, it's such a large part of both of our lives, it's hard not to yeah. talk about it. Right. Um, since, again, we're doing your sport, I'll let you... I'll let you run with it, and then I'll just chime in here and there. Okay, well, I wouldn't say it's my sport, because you do a form of fitness. I do, I but I don't do CrossFit. Sport. Well, I'm broken. I don't do CrossFit anymore. I just love ah, it. Imagine that. The CrossFitter got broke. <laughs> I'm broken to shit. Uh, well, so what we, we were talking about is, the, well, Lorraine and I, we have been watching the, the semifinals, mm -hmm. and and they kind of always talk about CrossFit. The champion at the CrossFit Games is the fittest in the world. That's their title when they win. So she asked me, you know, what makes them the fittest in the world? And then I'm like, well, that's kind of a fun topic. Mm -hmm. and who, who decides they're the fittest in the world? And it sounds a little douchey, right? CrossFit forms and they, they self-proclaim they're, they're, they're the fittest in the world. So then yeah, I, I thought it'd be... Nope, nope. I interrupted you. You go. I caught myself <laughs> that time. Well, I think it'd be it's a fun topic because I wanted to try to argue why they're not the fittest in the world, as opposed to focusing on them deciding that they are. So if you want to say, hey, they're not just because it's douchey, that's not a reason. That's that's an emotion and it sounds bad. You know, who are they to decide? So what are the other sports out there that would rival CrossFit? of being the fittest. And I think we should kind of define what fitness is and how CrossFit defines fitness, right? Yeah, I, I think I think so. Um, I, I think the douchey comment that you made is probably a big reason why CrossFit got so much hate in the beginning and, you know, kind of still does. But I don't know, to come out of nowhere and just say you're the best at a sport compared to everybody else out there. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting stance to take. I, not bold. that I disagree, but right. definitely an interesting way to, to market yourself. Mm -hmm. And it might be smart because if people agree, they're kind of on your side and they're talking about you. And if people disagree, they're still talking about you. Still talking about you. Still talking about you, right? Yep. So is bad publicity is still good, right? Is that what yeah. they say? Still publicity, um, yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's free too. So, um, I think there's probably some crossover from some different sports to CrossFit mm-hmm. and then CrossFit back to other sports. Um, but I think, and I don't even know how to put it into words, because it's not a, it's not a an activity I participate in, right? I don't do CrossFit, mm-hmm. but um, I kind of agree with them that they are the fittest, right? You know, you can go into the definition or what the expectation of fitness is within the CrossFit community. But for me, it's it's not strength. It's not flexibility or mobility. It's not a particular skill set. It's kind of the resiliency to be able to do what do more than what you think your body's capable of, recover, do it again. Um, you know, the capability of doing multiple sports or multiple activities i think to me is probably a good definition of fitness right like if you're an ultra marathon runner and you're running 100 miles 200 miles that's fucking great it's probably not healthy first but it's probably great and it's extremely fit and your body is extremely capable of doing that but can you do anything but run i mean can you go squat 405 can you go bench can you throw a football can you i mean anything really right i mean more more than likely a lot of those marathon runners are going to be not fragile, but they're not going to be capable to do a whole lot else. Aside from people like Nick Bear, you know, he's kind of a hybrid athlete. He came from a bodybuilding and powerlifting background and now he runs marathons. And I, I think he's done an ultra or is training for an ultra. I know he's done an Ironman. Um, mm-hmm. There's always going to be those outliers, right? Like we talked about Larry Wheels. Um, mm-hmm you know, that crossover between powerlifting and bodybuilding, a lot of people say you can't do it. Stan Efforting was another one back in the day. Um, Larry Wills is a freak. His, his work ethic, his dedication, his genetics, his diet, all of it, you know, he can bounce back and forth between bodybuilding and powerlifting and do well in both. But you can't take a strongman competitor and put him in an ultra marathon runner or in an ultra marathon. Um, you know, a 400 plus pound dude is not going to do very well running. Not so much. So, you know, what's, what's left? I mean, CrossFit really, right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's basketball, football, hockey, soccer, whatever other sport you want to name, but. Yeah. Well, those, those are skills. I think you're kind of hitting specific uh, measurements of fitness, right? The, you mentioned the ultra marathon. Um, And don't, don't forget Cameron Haynes, Keith Cameron. Uh, right. Yeah, Cameron he, he definitely is another freak too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's not normal. Yeah, in that sense at all. Uh, but, but but could he? But he could he cross the line between that and another sport and go step on stage as a bodybuilder? Or I, I don't know. Uh, with his work ethic, I bet you he could. You but so? for his division, uh, I think so. Um, I think he could do anything he puts his mind to when it comes to something that is attainable by going through pain true and, yeah. and suffering right so i think he could i mean he he i mean he defines what crossfit kind of is but he does it through marathon running and, and, and bow hunting mm-hmm. so but you're but you're right he's he's an outlier he's definitely an outlier uh but ultra marathon iron man uh tour de france those are all endurance all endurance work and 
in a stereotypical uh, definition, they don't meet powerlifting, strongman, right? And bodybuilding, that's not their body type. Yeah. So they're going to excel where those other sports won't excel. So like you said, a bodybuilder isn't going to be a marathon runner, but a marathon runner isn't going to outlift a bodybuilder. Duh. Right. So the CrossFitter is, is supposed to be well-rounded where they can run a merit. Well, they can run, but they're never going to be an endurance athlete, but they're going to outlift them. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're they will be competitive with some bodybuilders. Not a lot, but you know, even Richard Froning's probably not doing 220 pound single arm, you know, dumbbell rows or something. Right. But right. he's going to do a heavy weight. Right. So he's more, they're just more well-rounded in everything of all those things we just talked about. They're not the best at each one individually, but they're really good at all of them. Yeah. I think you take them and place them into any other sport and, you know, adapt them, right. Give them the skill set, whether that's, you know, learning how to do a particular movement or um, part of the, the sport, you know, posing, right. Like you, you gotta learn how to pose if you want to go bodybuild. Um, you give them the, the ability to just adapt and I think they're competitive pretty much anywhere else they go. I would agree. To, uh, I would say the, best, the ultra marathon would oh, be yeah. their downfall and even a marathon. But the, if, if you were to take a CrossFitter or high level CrossFitter and challenge them to a marathon and a marathoner to do CrossFit, I think the CrossFitter is going to be well ahead of that you know the marathon runner because they're that's yeah. a lot of strength they have to build and they that doesn't happen overnight mm-hmm. so just interesting to me um but like what are the other things we could talk about what would be i think an iron man would be a good like argument if we could add like a back squat deadlift or something like mm-hmm. a couple strength elements to it so where it's a lot of endurance but now we need to enter maybe a quick like a 400 meter sprint because you know now we're we're going something shorter sprint burst instead of long duration we need slow and quick and something strong right so mm-hmm. but if you're doing a you know 26 mile run after 112 mile bike ride, they're going to have some strong ass legs, right? So I think an Ironman is something you could, you could say might be a debate. We could debate. I think an ultra marathon, they're going to be strong, but I, you might say they're the most strong willed to, to be able to run that long, right. be dehydrated and still going and contemplating life for that long. Like, why the hell am I doing this? Right. You know, so I guess you could say that, but CrossFit, that, you do that all the time, but that's like 40 minutes max, typically. Right. Right. But then, but are we talking physical strength or mental strength at that point? Or Well, it's mental strength, but that's not something to be downplayed because 98% no. of people, is, you know, they don't yeah, have no, that I'm not downplaying at all. Yeah. That's why we have such so, a high obesity rate most mm-hmm. people don't have that mental strength to or discipline to get in the gym or just go walk for for that matter sometimes yeah just move yeah mm-hmm. so 
but the the air the ultra marathoner they're they're on another level they're yeah, on a definitely. level that you know i don't have i don't have that will like no. cameron haynes no, no way either mm-hmm. i don't even have the will to want to have the will to do that <laughs> i look at it like go mm, man i i would like a percentage of that right. and then i uh, like the alarm goes off at 4 30 i'm like nope no i don't have that will it's not there yet yeah I just kind of had the same conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Her husband, um, he's a professional bodybuilder um, here locally at our our gym. He's competing, uh, what's today, 17th? He's competing on the 25th, so he's about a week out. Um, And, and right, you know, you're a week out from Mm -hmm. the show, and you're so dehydrated, depleted, and overworked that Mm -hmm. I found this morning he looked like he was going to die. But his (laughs) wife is a runner, um, triathlete. She actually just got back from New York. She went and did a marathon out there. But mm-hmm. um, we were talking about running and trying to figure out why it's so hard for me to run, um, whether that's my the pace that I would try to keep because I do tend to run kind of fast, I think, um, or mm-hmm. the shoes or my stride or just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because there's times where I would like to go run, you know, a three to five mile run in the morning on a Saturday or something. And mm-hmm. I get like a mile in and I'm just done, tapped out, not tired, not winded, not exhausted by any means, but my whole fucking body just hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not my whole body. I would say lower back down. I mean, my upper body is not doing anything, but, and I just lost my train of thought. I was well, totally going your upper body is definitely doing something, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, um, well, you're, oh, we're talking about the and mm-hmm. yeah so even though it's like it's something i want to do i i still can't seem to get myself to do it so you know breaking past a mile and a half is just not really happening i see well when i was running three to five every day before i broke my foot even then when i was conditioned i wasn't feeling good until mile two even even then yeah and that's what she said. So, She's like, yeah, I don't even warm up until mile four. And it's like, holy shit, man. That's just mm-hmm. that's yeah. cruise control starts usually around three, mile three. And then, mm-hmm. then we're rocking. So the first two miles are at least are by far the worst. And they, they always have been for me. And that's even when I was conditioned. I was running, you know, seven and a half minute miles for me. That was pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the time it was at least five miles and sometimes more. Uh, but that was seven days a week yeah. without, and I did that for quite a while. And then I broke my foot, and then I haven't been able to kind of really get back into it. And so now it's like starting over. It's just it's a nightmare because now, like you said, if on days I'm feeling good, breathing, my low back just destroys me. And yeah, feet are a bitch, man. People, I think, underrate the importance of their feet. You know, whether oh, you're running, well, run, yeah. running, walking, lifting, you know, anything you do, hell, standing for work, you know. I think that's getting to be more and more of a common topic in the fitness industry is taking care of your feet, you know, utilizing your feet correctly when you're lifting, um, switching over to different types of shoes, depending on what you're doing. I think the days of getting one pair of shoes for every activity are, are going away. I don't know, look at, at Nike would like that. Right. 
<laughs> I mean, look at, uh, you know, even social media athletes are using like those toe spreaders and there's more people mm-hmm. getting a, a wide box shoe, which is something I've been talking about forever. And I find it hilarious that I've always gotten so much shit for wearing nanos because they have a wide toe box and now everybody sure do going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, the low, older ones were better though. Yeah. I think. So the nanos are weird because you know, they might go from like, say the Nano 7 to the Nano 8 was very, mm-hmm. very minimal difference. They were yeah. almost identical. I mean, I'm wearing a pair of twos right now. Um, and they're similar to the 7, but the 3, 4, 5, and 6 were all totally different from the 2 and 7. And then 7 and 8 mm-hmm. were the same. The 9, I think, was different, if I remember right. No, 9 was the same as the 8. But then you get into the newer ones, the 10, 11, and 12, those three are totally different than the seven, eight, and nine. Um, yeah. The 10 was a little bit more narrow, and then the 11 and 12 went back to being a little bit wider. I think the Metcons had a big influence on them when it comes to looks. They got more narrow because the, Met, the Metcons, I mean, for me, they look way better. Mm-hmm. But they don't, they don't fit. They don't feel as better as far as performance for me. Uh, they feel yeah. like just like real flat. They were really flat. And any type of jumping and running, they're they're horrible. Yeah. But they, I would say, hey, I'm going to sacrifice performance for looks. But my favorite nanos were the older ones. I always call them the clown shoes. that had the really red toe box and nice and you know and wide. I, but mm-hmm. I can't get them. Can't get them. Can't which, find them. Which model? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Um, was it? Oh, uh, it was like a year or two after that. Okay. So it might have been the fives. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorite. They look like, yeah. clown, they literally look like clown shoes. Um, I think the five and the newest, the 12, are the only two that I don't have. Oh, wow. I have way too many pairs of nanos. It's bad. It's part, <laughs> of, bad. part of the reason why we're getting our whole closet rebuilt right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, uh, yeah i'm gonna continue to blame it on amanda and say it's her shoes but um i'm probably not far from being a, a pretty <laughs> solid contributor to that yeah that's what it sounds like so i think yeah here is the nano five uh it might it's you're getting closer i don't know where, where the fuck my camera is but it's kind of like that mm-hmm. but those aren't the ones i'm talking about they're similar to this Hey, they're in what's called Poshmark. $35. Lorraine's always on Poshmark. Hmm. It just came up. I just searched nanos. Nano. But I used to go to Reebok, the outlets in Vegas, mm-hmm. and it easily get a pair. Yeah. Well, these, these the Reebok outlets are, they're going bye-bye. And yeah, a lot of them are gone. Uh, we mm-hmm. still have two by us, thankfully, because that's almost all I buy fitness-wise is Reebok um Uh-oh. between uh their shorts their shoes their socks uh-huh. hell, even mm-hmm. like the compression boxers and shit like that's i buy the hell yep. out of reebok um mm-hmm. not because i have like any issue with any other company but it seems to be the most durable and longest lasting so i went yeah. to uh i went to reebok in 20 uh it was either 16 or 17 uh, I went to an outlet just just to buy some clothes uh, because mm-hmm. I you know I went to Nike a couple months before that, 
spent a few hundred bucks on gym clothes and they were all just trashed within a couple months. Like they just, it was like they sell apart. And so yeah. at the time I was like, you know what? I don't do CrossFit, but if CrossFit, they were sponsored by Reebok, right? So I was like, if CrossFit athletes they were. and UFC fighters can wear Re- uh, Reebok, I'm not going to hurt it doing bodybuilding. It'll, it'll last <laughs> no. with what I'm doing. And uh, <laughs> dude, I still have my first two pair of Nano 7s I bought a week before Hurricane Harvey in 2017. And I, no I wore a pair yesterday, actually. Yeah, they're still in great fucking condition. And I wear the hell out of them. You know, they're mm-hmm. dirty and they've got their scuffs and they've got little things mm-hmm. here and there. But like, um, structurally, they're, they're perfect. Like, it's unbelievable yeah. how well they've lasted. And that's, yeah. you know, everything from squatting and deadlifting and running to, you know, uh, I've worn them on my mountain bike. Like, they've been put through mm-hmm. the ringer. I agree. I agree wow. with that for sure. Most of my shorts are, are Reebok as well. And in fact, I prefer Reebok shoes when I'm, you know, normally crossfitting as much mm-hmm. as I, I was. Uh, my my Metcons they last. I, I gave it about three months. Yeah. And then they're just they're gone. But the Nanos last a lot longer. Uh, I'm also re- a real weirdo when I get brand new shoes. I don't wear them for at least a month and. And then I'll wear them for like a day and then I'll like, I break, I wear them slowly <laughs> and cause I want them to be nice for a really long time and, right. but I'm not wearing them. So I get a lot, I get a lot of shit from wearing. So I got my older shoes and, and but I'm always, you know, rotating cause then my older shoes, they turn into my work around the house shoes. Yep. And same thing. Mm-hmm, but I don't like being in the house without shoes on. Yeah. Same like me either. So yeah, I'm, I'm constantly wearing them. So if it's not the wear, and tear it's the smell right so once the smell does the wear it's like son of a bitch yeah yeah (laughs) yes odor eaters so i uh i don't want to tie anything directly to him but i know someone with nike um Mm -hmm. i don't even want to mention his position but uh it's a reputable position within the company and not to knock Mm -hmm. them by any means because they have a huge market share of every fucking industry right um but he even told me because we got into the nike versus reebok talk one night and he's like yeah he's like i don't blame you he's like you're 100 percent right nike is not in the game of um quality building a product for performance that lasts a long time the mm-hmm. vast uh the majority of the focus for nike is lifestyle you know look at every high school kid college kid fitness influencer especially right now they're all wearing you know air force ones or they're wearing something similar um nike's look the best yeah they always have yeah i mean i I really like them look at the metcons too but my feet don't fit in them so Mm -hmm. makes sense you know they they focus on their um their apparel and their appearance right versus the performance and Mm -hmm. i don't know i've gotten so comfortable with nanos i wear them day in day out unless i'm in the office so even outside i do too I uh I haven't had a Metcon in probably two years now. Yeah. So I've been in Nanos again. Uh, but you know Nike's got that brand loyalty that it's mm-hmm. unwavering. So it's kind of like a uh, Apple. You know, oh, you yeah, used to get sure. uh, uh, a phone. And you got a charger. You got headphones, right? Now, yeah. now what do you get? A phone and one, you know, one earbud that's connected to a wire. Yeah. Uh, obviously you don't, but uh, you don't get, you know, and people. What are we gonna do? Keep buying now. Now I have to have the Bluetooth ones, and 
you know, mm-hmm. so, and you can't, yeah, yeah. But we, we go back, we keep paying, we keep buying because, and they know that. Yeah. So yeah. As we both sit here talking on our AirPods. Correct. And I love them. Yeah, the nickeling and dining is, is through the roof and, and we just keep, we just keep doing it. Um, I mean, well, really what's the alternative? I'm not going to a droid, I'm not doing it. So yeah, that's definitely not happening. I don't no, know. It's not happening. I mean, to me, there is no alternative. I don't. Yeah. There's nothing they got that can me. entice me. I think. Yeah. Nope. I totally agree. So with Nike, and it's not that big of a deal because uh, I would rather them fit nice and, and work. And as you get a little older, you know, is it as important that I get my Nike swoosh on there? The only thing that drives me nuts is all my socks and Nikes. So I'm. You know, oh, wearing yeah. Reebok shoes, Nike socks, and Reebok shorts, and I I've given so much crap to people about that. Like, hey, stick to one, and here I am. Yeah. So I'm I'm Talking a hypocrite. Yep, yep. I'm a big hypocrite, and everybody can come back at me and yell at me. I, I well, when it. you when you end up coming out here, there's a Reebok outlet, or, or there's a Reebok there. store, not the outlet. Okay. Uh, that you're literally going to pass right by on the highway. Okay. Stopping, uh, throw away your Nike socks and get some Reebok ones. Well, we'll see. I, I love my Nike socks. <laughs> I just got like 40, 40 brand new ones. So Damn. yeah, I go through sock, socks like, like the nobody's business, but we were actually going to, exactly. You're right. I haven't bought socks in a while, but when I do, I okay. buy all of them because I like them to match. When I wake mm-hmm. up at three o'clock in the morning, the last thing I want to do is dig through and find a pair of socks that match. So I just get uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, um, all mine are already in pairs in, in my drawer, for yeah. sure. And black socks only. I don't wear any color. Same. Yep. The mm-hmm. only way I'm wearing something other than a short black sock is if I'm either in dress shoes and a suit or something. Correct. Um, or I do have a pair of all white Nano 8s that I really like. And I will throw okay. like my one pair of white socks on for those. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not me. Yeah. No, it's not very stuff. often. Not very often I'm wearing <laughs> white socks. Well, I, I I definitely agree with the with the uh, suit or something, which uh, I don't wear anymore. Yeah, I don't wear a suit very often, but I do. Yeah. Uh, I have to do the business casual thing three days a week now. Okay. Ooh, that's so, fun. Yeah. So now I wear my uh, you know my bourbon socks and my tacos mm-hmm. and shit like that. But, there you go. Uh, well, what was it? Uh, we can put on like you can put designs on socks now. They come in. Well, you can like take a picture and then send it in, and they can put that picture on your socks. I should take it's giving picture. me an idea. I should take a picture, put your uh, face on the bottom of my socks, and just walk around on your face all day. So, what I do is I buy Oregon Duck stickers. And then oh, I put you're not in Oregon. Okay. Hell no. No, I've got some little brand in my head. Is I put it right on my toilet bowl. So, every time I take a piss, a pee on the idea. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to put it in Austin Stadium too. They love that. Why? That's a lot of fun. Because I'm being highly sarcastic because they don't oh. like that. Oh. Just like when they come to Husky Stadium, they put a bunch of we put a bunch of ducks yeah. in, in the little pea trough. So the little duckies are in there. But yeah. It's it's all a good fun. You and your college shit. College football is my favorite. You know this. Yeah, I know. But we are now in the uh Still, this Pac-12 is just killing me. 
We are non-competitive yeah. still. It's been a while. It's been a long while. I couldn't even tell you what the Pac-12 is. <laughs> well, you're not a, you're not a football fan, really. You're not a sports fan in general. So I was for a long time, um, mm-hmm. and I still like to play sports, but I I don't follow anything anymore. Well, I don't follow like I used to. Not yeah. even close. In fact, uh, I didn't even watch half of the Seahawks season last year. But for me, most of my time is dedicated to Huskies. I, I'm, I love the Huskies. I always will, no matter what uh, uh, other sports. I mean, I love the Mariners. I'm a big hotel, hometown guy. So yeah. that's where I'm from. I'm not a Fairweather fan. Uh, those are my teams. But I don't dedicate my weekend to them anymore like I used to when I was younger. And there's just so much other stuff to get done and I want to do. And, and uh, quite honestly, I don't have as much interest, especially now it's getting – just not as enjoyable, especially basketball. You know, last year we had a whole new roster, and this year we're gonna have another whole new roster from a bunch of transfers. And it's just like you can't keep track of who's playing anymore, and they're all leaving. And right, which is another long ass discussion. I used um, to love watching basketball and football, and then mm-hmm. I don't I even remember. I don't know, like 12 ish somewhere in there. I don't know. Whenever flopping got really bad, I was like, I'm done. I can't watch a bunch of fucking pussies fall on the floor. I'm I'm good. Well, I mean, Vladi Divac, he started the flop. Yeah, I just I, that was before 2010. Uh, no, no, I'm saying Queen. I stopped watching like around <laughs> 10 or 12. Or something. I don't know. It was a few years after high school. Uh, gotcha. I graduated in 05, so yeah, I, it might have been earlier. I don't know, somewhere in there. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. done. This is like it's not even fucking entertaining to watch. And then. <laughs> Uh, football, I stopped watching when it got political, because that was like my oh, yeah, one, my one uh, out time away f- from the rest of the world, and mm-hmm. then the rest of the world came crashing in, and I was like, I'm done. Like, if I'm going to yep. be here anyways, I'm going to go fucking do something else. Right, yeah. I, I don't think you're alone in that. No. Uh, for sure. Now I just drink it's not going to get any better. Away. Oh, hey, hey, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to right? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about fitness, fitness, and then I'm just gonna drink it all away. Right. I think that's, that's a good uh, cap to this discussion of fitness. Competi- yeah. Competitive drinking. I'm good. I, hey, we can do that. Oh uh, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. No, I, I already I'm, tap out now. No, I'm a much better drinker now that I only drink bourbon. No, I, I'm getting to a point where two shots, and I've got I've got a massive headache. Really? Oh, I'm like within the hour. Hmm. It's rare anymore where I can feel okay and not be paying for it. Mm. I don't know what happened. So, and I don't drink cheap shit. Yeah, you're usually getting old. And I don't usually mix. Yeah, I am. I know. I'm old. I'm losing my hair too. It's great. <laughs> That's always fun. You can be right. like LeBron and go get hair flips. It doesn't look good. I don't. Hey, I wait. don't know what happened. You know what? After Chance got his hair done, nobody's heard from him. We need to get a hold of him and get a picture of this hair and see how it's going. Yeah. Well, so Lorraine has been telling me to hit him up and ask him how, how it's going. Yeah. And I'm like, that stuff is like, it's, it's like over $5,000. Yeah. I don't know. A couple grand. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, we don't, that's not how I would want to allocate that kind of money right now. No. So I would shave my head in a heartbeat. I've got a really, really horrible looking head. Oh, my soft spot did not form as a child. <laughs> yes. 
I always joke around, you can go skiing off the back of my head because I got this huge dip. Yeah, yeah, nice. this is needed. So I understand that, but I guess I don't have to look at myself. But with your hair as short as it is, is it even hiding it though? It is. So it's not enough to the audience that it's all there. There's enough mm. up top to cover it up because, you know, I've got the comb over going. So you're like Trump. I am nothing like that. Piece <laughs> <of that>. oh. <laughs> nice try. I don't have a, you know, with all that money he supposedly has, do something with that rag up top. Right. And you know he cares because he gets the orange painted on all the time, right? Maybe he's just trolling his whole. All of us. Well, everybody talks shit about his tan and his hair. Maybe he's the ultimate troll. Can you be that sensitive and be a troll, though? Or is that why he's a troll? Because he's the most sensitive person on the planet. I don't know. Is there anybody, anybody more sensitive than Donald Trump? Than you can think of? Chance. Really? I don't know. I've never met him. Chance so. is pretty sensitive. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to make this determination. Oh, so next time, maybe when I meet him in person, I'll, I'll make fun of him. Yeah. And see how he responds. Well, they're supposed to be coming down at some point. I'll get a hold of them. I'll let them, I'll let you know when, and then maybe you guys can okay. come over at the same time. You mentioned something Fourth July. Yeah, I don't know what I would have mentioned. Uh, Amanda's parents are going to be here, so we'll be hanging out Fourth oh. July. You yeah. guys are more than welcome to come out. You mentioned uh, doing another Murph type workout on Fourth July. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but now that um, my mom and sister are moving here, they're probably going to need help unloading their moving truck the day before. So I don't know if I want to do the merge. Gotcha. Right after that. <laughs> oh, all right. No worries. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if you showed up and you said let's do it, I'm probably not going to say no. But okay. Well, we'll figure something out because right. we got to hit up Houston sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were going to be in that area this weekend, and then we. Well, kind of. Obviously, I give you a really, really, really short notice, but we're actually going to go to Corpus okay. this weekend. Uh, we're staying right outside of Texas, uh, Texas ATM. Okay. Yeah, and yes, I said ATM on purpose. Texas so, They uh, like to see the campus, the 12th man. They see the Seahawks. They won. Corpus is cool. It's busy. Yeah. Last time I was down there, it was super freaking busy. Okay. I don't know if it was like a time of year thing or what. I was down there for work, so I wasn't really out exploring and having a good time, but it was fucking busy when I was there. Okay. Well, we'll try, uh, have to, now that you got babysitters, you can, you can hit up that adult pool. Right. It's like adults only, uh, so no riffraff. And I'll send you the commercial. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, send it well, to me. It's well done. Mm-hmm. Um, you got like 10 rules and I'll send it to you. It's just, it's really funny the way they do it. It's uh, okay. basically trying to tell you not to be a jackass in a, in a funny manner. Um, you know, well, one of it was, you know, don't, don't show up in skimpy clothing and, and no like booty dancing and this, that, and the other. They, they, they don't have security guards. They have vibe protectors, I think they call them. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, but like yeah. I said, it's, it's, it's an adult only. It's nothing else, nothing crazy. And that's in Houston? I think it's within an hour of Houston. Oh, okay. So I think it's 
it's uh, like three hours for us or two and a half or something like that. And it, so it's actually, that one's actually like closer for you. I'll have to look at it. Us. I mean, Houston is an hour from Houston with how bad traffic gets sometimes. So really, I'll I can imagine. Like that. Yeah, it's like five, uh, what, fifth largest city in, in, in the state? Uh, fourth, yeah, fourth in the country is right now, I think. Hmm. Yeah, that's large. New York, LA, and is it Chicago, I think, or Dallas? Yeah, uh, that's what I was, well, it's definitely not Dallas because San Antonio is bigger than Dallas. Okay, so then it's Chicago. Yeah, because yeah, San Antonio is the right second now. largest city. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would have said, personally, I would have said Chicago. Is one before it. All right, fool. Hey, I'm gonna leave on one thing. Yep. So, I'm gonna go to the uh, the last thing I had on our list is, and I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not looking for an answer. And if if we had a large audience, they could probably be somebody out there to find it for us. But I want to know. And I and I don't even drink milk, but I'm trying to find milk that has our RBST in it. Why? Because uh, if if I if I can find it, I can actually get bigger. Because I want that hormone, right? Hmm. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. See, so you're gonna answer it anyway. So yeah, because if they each one says no RBST, well then that means I infer that one of them does, but I can't find any that actually has RBST in it. Or give me like a myostatin inhibitor. What do you think? Uh, I mean, go kill a Piedmontese calf and extract it that way somehow. But, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm qualified and capable of that. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody near you that's on a scientific level that can do it. Yeah, well, we are in Texas. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why the Russians are so fucking big in powerlifting and strongman and shit. They figured it out. Oh, they've been doping for years. And no, I mean, how, how do you have not have at all ever, that inhibitor? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because when they try to sell it in, you know, supplement stores and stuff like that, that's, yeah. that's not going to work. <laughs> hmm. All right, fool. Bye, man. Talk to you later. All right, later, man.